Aruvin Dav Samechbet. The last thing we did was we started the sixth parak of Masechet Aruvin Perak Hadarim Akum. If a person is living with a non-Jew or a Kuti in a neighborhood, he's oser on you to carry in that area. And Rabbi Eliezer says you need two Jews, not one. And Rabban Gamliel said that in his area there was a tzedoki, was a Jewish guy who didn't believe in uh, the the rabbis who would be nice enough to give his uh, reshut on Shabbat, but his father told him to put out his kelim over there after Shabbat started so you could be mahazik in that area. And Yudah said, no, you have to do it before Shabbat, right away after he gave you the okay, so he doesn't go back on his deal. With that, we are starting the Apsam Mechbet Amud Aleph. First line where the Gemara starts. Yativ Abaye Baravin Varav Baravin Abaye Baravin and Rav Hanina Baravin were sitting together. Ve'ativ Abaye Gabav and Abaye was with their Ve'ativ Vekamer and they were saying, "Bishla Mother Meir, we understand according to Rabbi Meir, who is the Tanakaman our Mishnah, because we know B'derek Kalal in general that Istam Mishnah is Rabbi Meir. So we understand according to Rabbi Meir, Kasavar Dirat Oved Kochavim Shema Dira." Oved Kochavim living in area, it's it's considered his Reshut. And therefore, when you take out of your house into the Hatser, it's his area also, and it's a problem. And Hachamim said, you now take from one area to another area without doing Ayruv. Veloshanahad, Veloshanatere, it doesn't make any difference if it's one Jew or two Jews. And at all points, the, the Goy does not allow you to carry. What did he hold? He told me one Jew, two Jews. What, what's going on? If you come and tell me that the the house of a goy is a dira, even with one Jew, it should be a problem. And if you come and tell me that it's not that the goy's house is not considered a house, even if there's two Jews in the area, then he shouldn't be osir. So what's the Isa ben Yaakov coming to you know coming to you know conflict between one Jew, two Jew? What's going on over here? Amar lehu Abaye. So Abaye told Abaye Barabin and Avchanina Barabin, "Besavar Rabbi Meir dirat Oved Kochavim Shema dirat." You come and tell me that Rabbi Meir holds that the the, the house of Oved Kochavim is considered a house. Vehatanya, we have a Brayta. The name of Rabbi Meir. Now again, it's Stam Mishnah, but we know it's Rabbi Meir. Hatzeros shel Oved Kochavim, Harav Kedir shel Behema. The house of Oved Kochavim, his Hatser, his uh, courtyard, is like uh, the barn of an animal, meaning it's worthless, it's nothing. So then how could you say over here in Mishnah that Rabbi Meir holds that the house of uh, Goy is considered a house in Tzoser and uh, Jew? And Abaye continues explaining, Ela, you have to say, You have to say that according to everyone, the house of Oved Kochavim is not a house. Here there's a Gzerag. We're not going to let you carry in that Hatser until you rent the property from him. We want to make it hard for you to live in the same neighborhood as a, as a Goy so you don't learn from his actions. And this is the mahlokah between Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov and Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov sabar, kevanta avek uchavim hashud shfichud amim. Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov holds, since a goy is, he might kill you, therefore no Jew lives there and there's no gzera. Therefore, tere deshichichayare, but if you're with there with another Jew, then people would live, therefore gazrube, then hachamim were gozer, that you have to uh, go rent property. Had lo shachiyah. 
to find one Jew living with a Goy in the same neighborhood is not uh, normal because no one wants to live by himself with a Goy. Therefore, Logaz Rube Rabbanan, so Hakamim were not Gozer because they're not going to be Gozer on something that is not normal. It does happen where one Jew decides to live with the in the same neighborhood as a Goy, and therefore Hakamim were Gozer also in that type of case. And Abaye explains the whole Gezerah. Hakamim said that Iruv does not work where there's Goyim. And the, the Goy cannot just be Mevatel his Reshut like a regular Jew. You need a rent area. And Ovet Kochavim is not so easy to rent this property for just a 24 hour thing. Why not? Maybe you want to tell me that the Goy thinks that this is a real transaction and that's why he doesn't want to give his part of the courtyard to the Jew. That makes sense according to the one who holds that we need a real healthy transaction over here from the Goy. But according to the one that says you, don't, you, can, you could use even a weak transaction, what would he say? The goy, uh, the goy would rent in that type of case. The goy understands this is some sort of religious thing, and he understands you're just going to get back uh, Motzei Shabbat. Deitmar, Rav Hasda Amar, Sechirut Beri'ah, Rav Shishat Amar, Sechirut Re'ah. Rav Hasda holds you need a real transaction in order to get that uh, piece of the Hatzer from the goy. Rav Shishat says no. What's this healthy transaction, this uh, weak transaction that we're talking about? If you want to tell me that a real healthy transaction means you did it with an uh, entire peruta, and a not healthy transaction, you did it uh, with a minimal amount, not even shave peruta, and that's why it's not a good transaction. Did anyone ever hear there that that when it comes to goyim that anything less than shavu pruta is not a real transaction? You should know that we rent from a goy even if it's less than a shavu pruta. Ve'amar, and you got another proof. Rabbi Hiya bar Abad, Amar Rabbi Hanan ben Noach neherag al pachot mishave pruta. If he steals, he's even hayav mita on less than a shave pruta. And there's a machloket. Tosfot understands from Rashi that the goy stole from another goy, therefore he's supposed to get killed. But Tosfot argues and he says that we're talking about a situation where a goy stole from Israel, even less than shave pruta, we'd kill him. And you can't even give it back. This mitzvah of veshivat gezela, it's a shagazal. That's a, that's that's about a Jew. A goy can't do that. Once he stole, he did the sin, and that's it. So now, if sechirut less than a shave pruta is a good sechirut from a goy, then what's a weak and what's a strong transaction? Ela, what's be I have permission. Uh, from the goy to put my uh, chairs outside, my uh, couches outside, a weak one, below Markeva Burgane. I just, uh, we tell him I have permission, I just can't, I have permission to own this, I just can't put my stuff over there, and he understands uh, what the situation is. It makes sense according to the Manda Amar that says, I need a good, healthy transaction.
and I want to put my stuff outside. That's why the guy would not want to rent me the property because maybe the Jew is going to put his couch over there and he's going to own it forever. That's why he's not that he's not going to rent it so fast, and that's why the Jew is going to leave the area. But according to the one uh, that's Rav uh, Sheshat who holds that uh, I need a weak transaction, why wouldn't the goy give the give the area over there? Why not make make a dollar every Shabbat? No, uh, still the Gemara says he wouldn't rent it. Why? The 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 goy is very suspicious that maybe this. Uh, uh, this uh, Jew is doing some sort of witchcraft or something, and I'm not, uh, I'm not, uh, I'm not giving him this area. Gufa, We learned in, in we just in passing we said that the, the area of a goy is like an area of a behema. It's just like a barn. And what we mean is that there, when if one, if one or two or three or four goyim live in a certain area, we don't look at it as separate units. We look at it all as one, like as if it's one big barn. And therefore, if a Jew is in the air in one of those houses, he could take out from the from the house to the hatzer, from another house to the hatzer, because it's all considered one area. And if there is one Jew over there, Oser, now you can't uh, take from one house to the other. Now the Jew is the, the stopper. So for carrying purposes, the Hatzir is better, you're better off if it all belongs to the Goy than if there's one Jew. No, you're not a sur to take out from the Goy's house to the Hatzir. Until there's two Jews and they're Oser one on the other, then you're not allowed to carry. Because even if there's a goy there, they still need to do an Ayruv between them. And they can't do an Ayruv if a goy is there and so on. And again, Rebil Deezer ben Yaakov holds if there's one Jew over there, then Hachamim were not Kozer. And the house of a goy is not a house. Therefore, if a Jew happens to walk in, he could take out from the houses in the area to the yard and back and forth. Amar Mor. We learned in the Brayta in the name of Rabbi Meir, that the, that the yard of a, a goy is like a barn. And that's, of course, in regards that it's considered one dira, it's one area, and even if there's a lot of goyim living there, I could carry from one area, uh, from from one house to the hatzer and back and forth. They're not like a Jew who is oser on us; it doesn't let us carry there. Now the Gemara asks, tanan, but we learned hadarim oved kochavim If you live with a goy in a, in in the in area and hatzer sharing hatzer, he's oser on you. And it sounds like the Nukhri doesn't let you carry in Hatser. And that goes against what we understood from the the Braita. That sounds like the Goy doesn't do anything. Our Mishnah is Oser to carry from your house to the Hatser is when the Goy is in his house for Shabbat. But if he's not, the Braita says it's Mutar to carry from the Israel's house to the Hatzer. We're talking about what the Goy is on vacation, the Shabbat, he's not at home. But still, you can't take from the Nochri's house to the Hatzer, even if the Israel is not home for Shabbat. And by the way, Rashi brings a total different Gersah for the Sugi, and he pushes it away, so I'm not bringing it. Now the Gma asks, Umay Kasavar, what does Rabbi Meir hold in all this? Ika Savar Dira Belo Be'alim Shema Dira. 
if he holds that a house without uh, anybody there for Shabbat is considered a house, even if the, the even the house of a goy should also make you a sur to carry because because it's even if he's on vacation, it should count that it's a sur. And if Rabbi Meir holds dira belo be'alim loshim adira afilu yisrael nami lo nitzar, and if he holds that a, a house with nobody in it is considered a house, then even if the Jew is not home, it should also not be asur for me to come into the goy's house and take out the chazer. So the Gemara explains le'olam kasavar dira belo be'alim loshim adira. Really, Rabbi Meir holds that a house with nobody in there is not considered uh, anyone. It's not considered a house, whether it's a Jew or it's a goy. Doesn't make a difference. Israel dechite asar, and since the Jew is when he's there, he's oser kiletega zrube rabanat. So when he's not there, hachamim wagozer that you might come to be matir to carry from the goy's house to the hatzer, even when the Jew is there. However, avet kochavim dechite. A goy, when he's there, he's not Osir Ma'ikaradin. It was only a Gezerah It was only Gezerah because I might come to learn from him. And okay, therefore, when he's there, then he's Osir on the Jew to carry from the from the house to Hatser. But when he's not there, uh, he's not Osir because the Hakami weren't Gozer that uh, far in. So the Gemara asks, If the Goy is not there, we're not Osir. But we learned, If I left the city, I went on vacation to a different city. Whether it was a Goy went on vacation, whether it was a Jew went on vacation, Osir, he's Osir on the people in the Hatser to carry there, they've read it me ear. So the explains, Mishnah's talking about whether the Goy is going to come back on Shabbat. And if he's coming back Saturday afternoon, then yeah, Hachamim are going to say that it's Asur to carry from the from the house to the Hatser, even when the Goy is not in his house. Why? Because he might come to, to he might come back in the middle of Saturday afternoon and he's gonna make everything Asur. And people are still going to carry. And the Braita before that said that the Goy is not uh, Osir when he's not at home. It's talking about he went to a really, really far place. He's not coming back till uh, Tuesday, Wednesday. And therefore, we're not worried he's going to come in little Shabbat to make everything Asur and people are going to carry. Amar of Yehuda, Amar Shemuel. Halakha keribir li'ezer ben Yaakov. Halakha zakribir li'ezer ben Yaakov. That a Goy is not Osir until there's two Jews and they're Osir one on the other. And that's what we tell the public. That's not what we tell the public. Rather, someone who comes to ask what to do, we tell him the minhag is We don't tell that to the public. We don't tell that in private. Rather, people did like they were makil, that they waited for two people in order to make it a sort of carry, and Hakamim never said no. Let's say someone comes and asks me the question, and my rabbi is next to me. Can I answer that? Meaning, is it pashut? Is it something so simple you don't need to be a, a genius? There's no uh, back and forth. There's no yesh omrim. There's no uh, mahloket in there. Or is there a mahloket? Amalis of Yosef told him, even egg 
to, to eat it with uh, uh, milk water. They asked Rav Hasda in all the years of Rav Una, he wouldn't answer. Meaning it was such a simple question, can I eat an egg with uh, milk? And still, uh, Rav Hasda wouldn't answer because this is the rabbi, you, you send it to the rabbi. Now, by the way, Tosafot says we're not talking about a simple case where a regular egg that you buy in the store with uh, with milk. We're talking about a case where someone shechted a chicken and the egg, and you opened up the chicken and there was eggs inside of it. Some people would hold it uh, part of the body and it should be meat. But the reason it's mutar today is because the olam was no egg that it's mutar. It's considered parv. So we see that, uh, I don't understand what your question is. Amar le Rav Yaakov he asked him a question. If you have a, like Megillat Anit, it's very simple. It's uh, something that's written, and everyone can pick it up and read it. In Megillat Anit, it says what are the happy days, the Hashem days, the Tahanun days, the sad days, the fast days, everything's written there. Can I give that Psak Halacha where my rabbi is? It doesn't need a head, it doesn't need anything. Anyone who can read Hebrew and understand can pick it up, read it, look, and give a halacha. It's not that hard. He told him, They asked Rav Hasda about the egg mixed with the milk. All the years of Rav Huna, he wouldn't give an answer. And the Maaseh, the Shulchan Aruch is posek. Of course, a person can't uh, give a psak in front of his rabbi. But the question is, what is considered like Megillah Ta'anit? And Shulchan Aruch holds anything that's written already from the time of the Geonim, meaning anything that is concrete that we know, halacha, a person is allowed to say. And you have Poskim who tell you even today, even that we're so smart and we have all the books and we know all the halachot and we all got our smicha and we all got our this and we all know that. At the end of the day, we should uh, cont- we should we shouldn't give a psak alcha without looking at the svarim. And of course, if there's a rabbi, we have to ask. But if it's something that you have to figure it out on your own, if it's a psak alcha that you have to give through sevara, then that for sure you have to give uh, you have to give sources to what you're saying. You can't just make up things on your own, and you have to create it as if it's uh, written in the book. And we will continue this sugiyah, Bezrat Hashem, tomorrow. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.